0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host,
1: Jeff Rieger. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. It's a fraud day. Welcome to March, everybody. Hair is still looking awful if you're watching this on YouTube. I swear I'm going to shave it this weekend. I'm going to come back on Monday. I'm going to be totally bald. It's going to be very refreshing, very invigorating. I swear it's going to happen. Watch on Monday. If I'm not bald on Monday, it's because I wussed out. But I have every intention right now to shave the head. I feel it's going to be rather freeing. Those are my weekend plans. Hope everybody's doing great on a Friday. I'm not going to keep you long because I know you probably have big weekend plans. I would like to remind you, if you'd be so kind, to rate and review and follow and leave a comment on the daily ticket. Thank you. It would mean the world to me. And the comments so far have been awesome. This week has been very fun as well. Got a couple things today. A couple things, and I am recording this during the Red Wing game. Let me check the score. Game just started. There's 1625 left to go in the first period. The wings have yet to score. I'm worried about them now. Must be those damn patches. Have you heard about the patches? Have you seen the patches? I was doing a radio show on Friday, and I brought the patches up for literally a second, a millisecond. Priority waste management now is a sponsor of the Red Wings. And for the first time, you knew this was coming for a couple of years now. The wings on their shoulder are wearing a priority waste management patch. I brought this up. People are furious. Like they really are. And I actually feel kind of like a schmuck because I'm not furious. I actually think of myself as a guy that has no problem going on social media and bitching about stuff. But I have no emotion at all about the patch. Everybody else. Well, have you checked social media? People are irate. How dare the wings do this? They should take the extra money and help out the fan base. Don't they make enough money? This is just corporate greed. Where does it stop? It's a slippery slope. What's going to be next? It's like it's going to be soccer or European hockey or NASCAR. People are pissed. They're fucking outraged. And I feel so soft because I have no emotion towards it. I don't care at all. I was listening to Mike and Rico yesterday. I thought Kenny cop made a very good point. Kenny's a big hockey fan. And he was one of the guys that was actually really upset about it. And then he said, well, I'm going to be upset until the puck drops. And I think that's how most people feel. It's something to talk about in the moment. But at the end of the day, you're going to watch the game and wearing a bunch of patches is not going to stop you from watching the game. The other thing, too, is it's a trash company. Priority Waste Management. Their offices are in Macomb, I believe. And they pick up trash, which is a needed service. But you know how this is going to go. Of course, they debut it during a six-game winning streak, the longest winning streak of the Steve Eiserman era, because you can't debut this during a losing streak. Could you imagine, remember the win the Wings lost like six in a row? They couldn't play defense. Every puck was finding the back of their net. Could you imagine if in the middle of that they'd be like, hey, everybody, I just want to announce we are unveiling these new patches. It's for a waste company, a trash company. It's for a trash pickup company. Could you imagine? Like the jokes would write themselves, right? How many people after a game, boy, the wings sure played like trash today. You know, the wings are playing right now and they look like trash. It's a real easy thing to say. So of course they waited until the winning started to unveil the patches. And yes, apparently priority patches are also going to be on tiger uniforms, how the statement goes. So something to look forward to. But I'm curious what you think about the patches. The outrage is crazy. And I don't understand it. Like, not at all. So when the Wings win, you're going to be able to say, we played like trash and we still beat you. Or you just lost to a trash team. I could see something like that having a ground swell. But what's your biggest issue with the patch? The fact that, it seems like these teams want to make as much money as possible. Every caller that called up yesterday didn't want the corporate greed. But it's almost like, and I don't want to stick up for the teams here, guys. I don't. I'm not one of the owner guys. I'm a player guy. When they have the big disputes, the big labor strikes, I always side with the millionaires, not the billionaires. I'm going to pat myself on the back. But it's like sometimes people forget that the goal of running a business is to fucking make money. And that's what they're trying to do. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Doesn't matter how much the TV deal is worth. Doesn't matter how much you charge for beers or parking. You always want to make more money. It's kind of like when the Lions raise ticket prices. To go to a Lions playoff game was insane. If you want to go to a game next year, it's going to be insane. And fans are like, are you kidding me? I've been a fan for 40 years. You've given me nothing but shit for 40 years. You're raising the ticket prices that much on me. It's a business. They now have the right to raise ticket prices on you. That's why I don't understand why people get so upset. You're still going to buy the tickets. And I'm not siding with the owners. I swear to God. But the goal of a business, any business, is to make as much money as humanly possible. And now that the Lions are good, and I chose and you chose to buy tickets when they were bad, that's why the tickets were cheaper. Same thing with this patch. It's not going to be the end of things. Not by a long shot. It starts with the patch. Maybe you'll have another patch on the back. Maybe you'll have a patch on the pair. Maybe you'll have a patch on the skates. It's not going to stop, but it doesn't affect me or make me angry in the least. Not at all. Every company's greedy. Every human is greedy for the most part. So I'm curious. What do you think? Does the patch piss you off? I just did a radio show. Every caller pissed about the patch. I think people are also angry that it's a garbage company. Because let's be honest. Do you think they had to pay more to sponsor the wings because they're a garbage company? (laughs) Instead of like, I don't know, a Meyer. Meyer's already on the helmet. Or a different company. I don't know. Better Made, that's a Detroit company. Shinola, that's a Detroit company, right? Fago, how about a Fago patch? Nobody could be mad at that. The orange pop is delicious. So was the red pop. Anyway, let me know what you think about the patch. I would love to know. I'm not furious, but people are furious. Or maybe it's just social media anger. All right, we're halfway into the podcast. Let's see how the wings are doing. Give you live updates. Currently, 13.58 left to go in the first period. Still scoreless. I am now nervous. You do realize if the Wings lose, everybody's going to blame the patch. It's going to be the anti-rally goose. People are going to be like, oh my God, the Wings are on a losing skid. The six-game winning streak is over. I blame the patch. You know it's going to happen. For the sake of priority waste management, I pray the Wings win. On Thursday night, by the time you watch or listen to this podcast, you'll know the answer. But you know what's going to happen. If the wings go in the tank, people are going to blame the patch. It's inevitable. Let's go Red Wings. People are going to boycott priority waste management. (laughs) Anyway, speaking of boycotting, speaking of being furious, we each pick what we are angry about, correct? Correct. Just because I'm not mad about patches doesn't mean I'm not mad about the fact that my hair looks like shit or I'm not mad about the fact that the Tigers refuse to make their team better. I've been harping on this for quite some time and it's starting to make me angry. So Cody Bellinger signed on Sunday with the Chicago Cubs. Cody Bellinger is a Scott Boris client. We were led to believe a guy with almost a 900 OPS was going to really get a lot in a contract. He didn't. He wanted five years, all guaranteed. He got three years, 80 million bucks. He can opt out after the first year, 30 million. He can opt out after the second year, 30 million, or he can stay the duration. He'll get 20 million in year three. I saw that contract and I thought to myself, 28-year-old, silver slugger, damn near a 900 OPS. Yes, he's had some rough years, but really rebounded last year. That, to me, seems like a doable, affordable contract. That actually made me angry. Not that I thought the Tigers were going to go out and get a Cody Bellinger, but because he came so cheap. He can play pretty much anywhere you want. First base, outfield, DH, silver slugger, stud, only 28, only three years. So, of course, I put it on social media how angry I was that the Tigers didn't play in that ballpark of trying to get a Cody Bellinger. And people came back at me and saying, God, you're a moron. You're so stupid. You're an idiot. Don't you realize we gave opt-outs to both Erod and Javi Baez, and you're the first one that makes fun of Scott Harris for not being able to trade Erod. But it was the opt-out's fault. That's what people said. But it's totally different. Bellinger got three years. Javi got six years. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com after the end of a good fight you deserve a nice cold reward medella the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward
1: And Javi has stunk the last two years, so of course he's opting in and he's going to get paid $100 million over the next four years. Bellinger, if he stinks in year one, he's not going to opt out, but you're only on the hook for two more years. As far as Erod is concerned, the reason that Scott Harris could not trade Erod is Scott Harris's fault. He knew that he had a 10-team no trade. He knew that Erod could be a problem in negotiations. He knew that Erod might try to dupe Scott Harris by trying to get more money from the Dodgers. He knew all this and failed to trade his best trade ship. I don't like it that people give Scott a free pass on it. It's not the biggest deal in the world. Nobody's saying fire the guy, but he screwed up. First chance to make a first impression, and Scott Harris screwed up. Now, there are guys on the market that can help you. And Scott Harris wants nothing to do with them. That aggravates me. As angry as you might be about the patch, I am about this. J.D. Martinez is out there. 33 bombs last year. He could DH for you. He's not blocking anybody. And he wants 20 million bucks. Giants tried to get him at 1-15. He said, nope, but I'll come to San Francisco for 1-20. Tigers are $10 bucks under the payroll of last year. They're $50 million shy of an average payroll in Major League Baseball. Go sign a J.D. Martinez, who loved it here, never wanted to leave, is a total professional, a team player, could help the kids, knows a hell of a lot about kidding, all while in the middle of that order being a threat for opposing pitchers. You don't want that guy on your team in a winnable division? The other guy is Matt Chapman. Tigers went out and got Gio Urshello, who was good five years ago. Gio Urshello, who's got about as much power as I do. Gio Urshello, who just realized it's not 2019 anymore. That's why he only got 1.5 million bucks. Matt Chapman's out there. And I do find it funny how everybody tries to rip on Chapman because he only had 17 homers last year. He was the best hitter in baseball until like mid-May or June, and then he hurt his finger, and it all went downhill from there. But when you look at the contract that a Bellinger got, three years, 80, what do you think Chapman's going to get? Who's not as good as Bellinger? He's 31 years old. You think you could get a guy like that to play third base every day for a similar contract? Give him an option after one year. Let him opt out. That means he had a great season, money well spent. Only give him three years. Scott Boris thought he would get a ton for his clients. I don't think he realized how different the market was. He didn't get a ton for Cody. And I don't think he's going to get a ton for Chapman. The Tigers should pick up the phone and make that deal. He can help this team play third base every day. Doesn't mean you don't have a spot for Urshelo. Urshelo could play elsewhere, not to mention you can put him in at third as well. And you only paid $1.5 bucks for the guy. And then J.D. Martinez is the other one. J.D. can help this team. I'm telling you, if this Tiger baseball team is light on hitting like they have the last five years, they were 28th ranked offense last year. If they have a good pitching staff, and it looks like they do, but they can't hit to save their lives, that's going to suck because that means Harris did not do enough offensively to win a winnable division. See, the Tigers are looking at this as, you know what? We want to get better. We want to get at-bats for our guys. We really value opportunities, and we really want to give it to our young guys. But I'm looking at it like, you haven't been to the playoffs in a fucking decade. Get there. In a winnable division, why not go out and spend a little more money? And I don't think it's even a Chris Illich thing. I think it's a Scott Harris thing. I think Scott wants to win his way, develop his guys, even if it means not going to the postseason. You got to understand, Scott's here two years. But you've been Tiger fans your whole life. It's been a decade since you saw the second season. What the hell is Harris thinking? Go out. Make a play for J.D. He is the perfect candidate, and I still would make a play for Matt Chapman. Both guys together, what are they going to cost you? An extra 40 mil? Grand scheme of things, you'll be 30 million more than last season. And that is how much you were paying Miguel Cabrera. Interesting how that works out. So let me know what you think. Are you furious about the Red Wings' new patches? Priority waste management. That's out there. And then my Tiger spiel. I know I should not be as mad as I am about this. Just like you probably shouldn't be as mad as you are about the patches. But it aggravates the crap out of me. I want to see winning baseball this summer. I want to win a division. I want to go to the postseason. By the way, the other thing about the patches that I did forget to mention, I think people's biggest issue is that It's an iconic Red Wings logo. That's why they don't like the patch. And it's a trash company. So you take beautiful, gorgeous wing wheel, sacred, and then you add a trash patch right there. That's why people are angry. So let me know what you feel about both things, Scott Harris and the Tigers, and of course the patches. Let me get you some comments, and then we're going to let you get on with your weekend. Here's comments. Yesterday's podcast was all about Dan Campbell getting an A-plus on the NFL PA survey. I said, Lions are lucky to have him. Best coach we've ever had. Here's what people are saying. YouTube, not iTube, says Rieger's Hair Podcast. When? Question mark. I'm shaving it this weekend. I promise, YouTube iTube. How about this one? Brian Don, 80-99. Packers can screw off about the banners. They won 13 championships. Keisha Smith, 78-51. I think Caldwell was a good coach. At least he had a winning season. I would agree with you. And then one more for you. Burt Fearful. I am in a weird spot. From Minnesota, so Viking fans also became a Wings fan when the Stars left. Love me some Dan Campbell. though. All right. So that is some of the reaction we got from yesterday's podcast about Dan Campbell getting an A-plus from all the players from the Detroit Lions. Third highest graded coach in the NFL. Feels pretty good to have that, right? Ownership got to be minus. That's pretty cool as well. That's going to do it for the Daily Ticket, everybody. Uh, Monday, shaved head. I'm telling you. Should I shave it bald? Here's my other question. Should I go bald? Should I break out the razor and actually go bald? Or... Should I just buzz it for the start? Like, look at this. It's going. I'm going to have my daughter do it first. She's been begging me to do it. I'm doing it this weekend. Monday's podcast, I'm going to be bald like Lex Luthor. All right. Catch you on Monday. Unless I totally was out, which is a possibility. Have a great weekend, everybody. Goodbye.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.